Hello, everybody out there. This is She Rise Studio Podcast. I am guest hosting today. My name is Heather Stokes with Financial GPS Mama. And today I have a co-author of mine um, that I have the pleasure to bring on today, Natalie Pickett. She's actually in um, all three of the books so far. She is in our original book, uh, Becoming an Unstoppable Woman. She is in Becoming an Unstoppable Woman Entrepreneur. She is in Becoming an Unstoppable Woman Mompreneur. And I have her here today talking about her chapters have been living the dream in the mompreneur book. It's Can I Live the Dream? She's an award-winning business leader and much sought-after business mentor and speaker. She is in Australia, but her best-selling author is not just with us, but she's also featured in many publications, the Sydney Morning Herald, Authority Magazine, Ariana Huffington's Thrive Global and Entrepreneur. Natalie started her entrepreneurial career over 30 years ago and is founded founder of many multiple businesses with both six and seven figure success stories under her belt. All of Natalie's businesses come from her passions, including business, wellness, publishing, and champagne and sparkling wine, which just sounds so yummy for me right now because Where I'm at, it's nighttime. Where she's at, it's morning. But we're both having coffee. I'd rather be having some sparkling wine and champagne. (laughs) Not without her shared triumphs. She has also called her shared failures. So Natalie says that along the way, she has discovered that success is less about hard work and more about finding joy in your everyday. So tell me about that. Tell me how women can stop worrying so much about just what success and what am I conquering, but also just finding that balance of joy in every day. Well, hello, Heather, and thanks for having me here on the She Rises podcast. And yeah, I'm very excited about the fact that I am now a three times best-selling author in those three Becoming an Unstoppable Women books. And Mompreneur was an interesting one. My daughter is now 20, but uh, when my daughter was born, I had a a travel company which was in a huge growth stage so managing first-time mother and uh, a growing growing business was was quite a challenge and I I had that business for 15 years it was a travel company an inbound travel company bringing international visitors into Australia I had a background in travel already uh, before I founded that business. And I grew that from a small little startup to a multiple seven-figure business. So mm-hmm. it was absolutely a success story. I, From the outside, I was happily married. I had a beautiful daughter, a successful business. But uh, really, I found that I was unhappy and I thought I was mm-hmm. being ungrateful because I was unhappy. Why couldn't I be happy? I had all of this, what we consider success you know we consider getting we consider getting married having success we you know buying a house and having a baby and a family and a business and all of those things and I wasn't really happy and yeah sometimes it takes a a huge shift to realize that realize your pathway out of that so what I didn't get what what I didn't get right in my first business was that I forgot to prioritise myself. I forgot, well, I think I forgot how um, because you think everything else is more important. You think you'll, I have to do this for my business because it's the most important thing. And right. 
we don't take time for ourselves. We think we put off that joy of living. Like we wait and say, when I when I reach this goal, then I'll do this. When I get this much oh, money, yeah. then I'll do this. When I get do this, then I'll do this. And everything is being put off to until the future and we're working really hard and we're not enjoying those aspects of our day. And sometimes, particularly as a mother, we're working really hard and then we're looking after our family as much as we can in amongst that working really hard and there's no room for us in that. So my... We do wear so many hats as women and we put a lot of expectations on ourselves. Like you said, well, I have a good business, I have a house, I have a husband, I have a child and and really forgetting to look back and make sure that you're along for the ride sometimes. Sometimes it's like I'm just going, going, going and, and not stopping and realizing, like you said, that inner inner voice, that inner part. So what what helped you make that that transition? Well, one of the biggest things for me was um, was a crisis, unfortunately, and I don't think everybody should need to get to crisis point in order to make those changes. So that's why I am so passionate about sharing how to build your business and how to build those foundations into your business that look after you first. And for me, it was the GFC. I had a travel company. People stopped traveling overnight. I was my markets were all international markets like US, UK, yeah. Europe, all heavily impacted by the GFC. And I needed to make a really tough decision to close that business. And you, in every crisis, I think there is an opportunity. And it also was that moment of needing to take stock in terms of what I, what I really wanted out of my life. And although it sounds like it was traumatic and I'm not going to say it wasn't difficult and I actually yeah. was also going through a divorce at the same time, um, what it allowed me to do was a restart, like a reboot, <laughs> was like what yeah. do I really want in my life? And, you know, all nothing's ever really a failure. I had that business for 15 years and all of the things that I had done in that business actually gave me the reputation and the contacts and the network to create. Overnight, I had a consulting business. I was in demand having people approach me yeah. for different projects and work and speaking engagements. And But I was able to restart that business on my own terms. So I worked part-time hours, mm -hmm. I had time with my daughter when I, it was time to pick her up from school and, you know, I took time out for family and all of that. And, and that's when I really realised and started to drill down more into this is about how important it is actually to prioritise the joy in your day, how important it is to prioritise the things that are, are, are important to you. Yes. If you don't do that very quickly, everything else takes over. And one of the things I say is, are you driving your business or is your business driving you? Yes. And often we're working really hard for our business, but it's not giving us what we wanted out of it. Right. Uh, a, a lot of business owners, like they go into business because they're going to have more, think they have more time, more money, more freedom. And mm -hmm. if you don't have the right foundations and the right planning and the right way to goal set, 
very quickly it'll give you none of those things <laughs> you'll have less right yeah you have to structure it correctly you're 100 percent right on that otherwise you're just going to be spinning your wheels and you'll find like you said you have less time less extra money less uh that you can do for your family that freedom can become very restrictive because you don't have the right things set to make it a rolling ball and you're just spinning in one spot um that's for sure and i know for you it sounds like that you know you're very passionate about being able to help people find um you know they may have already found their dream or their purpose or their ideal but show them how to actually live that dream that ideal uh be successful in that business and still have a life that feels you know rewarding and and earned and and that they're happy with it um and they're not just stuck as they say in the rat race um so i know you have some upcoming workshops and summits that are going to help people feel um that they can accomplish these things and, and maybe help them get back control over their business or you know even their their life's goals so why don't you tell people a little bit about the things you have coming up that they can kind of get with you and, and learn how to get themselves in the right mindset. Uh, yeah, great, thank you. I, I do have some upcoming workshops and summits and some of them are tied into some co-author books as well that I'm publishing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I loved the co-author experience. I think it's been an amazing experience. I'm sure you can attest to that as well, Heather, in terms of uh, the collaboration of uh, the networks that um, come from that and also that leverage onto marketing that we're all, all marketing that the same book and on the same message and we're all aligning with, with that. So that has been such a great experience that I'm also working on some co-author books. I mentioned, you mentioned in my intro that all of my businesses come from my passion. So I actually do have a few different businesses and one of the things about your business coming from your passion that I talk about is that you don't want to turn your passion into a burden, which is mm. what I was talking about before, is that very easily your business takes over from you and, and you're no longer, you can feel very trapped. A lot of business owners that I work with find themselves feeling really trapped and they don't know how to find a way out of that. So there is a formula and there is a skill and there is a mindset to creating those businesses that still come from your passion but don't turn into a burden and based on that theme as well so one of the co-author books is turning passion into profit and working with different co-authors and different entrepreneurs to feature their businesses that come from their passion but also how how they went about that in terms of turning their passion into profit and we're doing a summit around that as well which will be later this year one mm. one of my other businesses is a wellness uh, online wellness program wellness on time and i i don't always share this but i did in an interview recently i had an accident a few years ago where i ended up with years of chronic pain and, and needing to find my way out from that and still operate from that place of joy and it's really interesting because your pathway to healing pain is similar to the pathway of finding living the dream and finding your joy in your everyday 
So working with, and I think it, I think it's really important. It's it's very debilitating when people find themselves in that constant that constant pain. It's really hard to focus on anything else, and finding ways that can move you from that is really important. So the other book that we're working on is Healing Chronic Pain. And we've got some fantastic co-authors in that as well. And there are some co-author opportunities if people are listening and wanting to be part of those books. And yet we have a summit coming up around that, the healing chronic pain as well. And one of the things also that I want to mention was that I do one-on-one -on -one mentoring with people. I know it's not within everybody's budget, but um, for those people who really want that opportunity to grow their business and have someone like me who's been there, done that over and over again and working alongside them, I take on a few clients on one-on-one -on -one mentoring every year and I do have one opening up for that in July. So that's by an application basis. And so if yeah, if what I'm talking about resonates with people and they're finding themselves in a position that they want that support, mm -hmm. they want to be able to grow their business and they want to be able to get their lifestyle back as well, then right. yeah, there is an opportunity for that coming up as well, which you can find on my website links to apply for that. And they should link your website here, but why don't you just tell people what your website is again in case they are looking for, you know, healing from chronic pain, in case they are looking for how to turn their passion into profit, or maybe they just want some individual coaching or advice from you um, on building their business or improving their business. Yeah, so it's nataliepickettmentor.com. And that's the same handle on Facebook and Instagram as well. And we also, I've set up a free Facebook group as well, which is called the Living the Dream Community. Nice. That, that's great. Um, so um, the co-authoring opportunities too that she's talking about, um, is that for both the turning passion into profit and the healing chronic pain, or is that just the healing chronic pain that you still have opportunities for co-authoring if people are looking for that? We still have opportunities for both of them at the moment. So we need to go through an interview process and yes, right. there are still some spaces available. If, you're, if someone was looking to promote their, their company and be part of a project, be part of a mission um, that helps people understand how to turn their passions into profits, um, or if you're in that healing, you know, wellness arena and you've been able to help people or overcome your own chronic pain and you are looking for a co-authoring opportunity, because I will tell you, just like Natalie said, uh, co-authoring really does give you an opportunity to shine light in yourself, but also on a bigger mission and support each other, really builds a community. Um, so if you're looking for that type of experience, you can also reach out to her and she can let you know how those things might be able to work for you. Um, is there any one thing, I mean, coming off the Mom Panor book that we just put out, is there is there something you can really, um, I know that chapter was different. You went from saying living the dream to can I live the dream? Maybe is there something that you can help explain to people um, after going through your transition that was that was a change for you there, how to manage mom guilt or how to manage the juggle of your time between building your business or having a business and managing being mom? Yeah, so the mompreneur, I really enjoyed that different focus as well because I think also we often 
uh, don't mention our family when we're talking out about our businesses and things. And that my chapter in that book is actually called Is It Possible to Live the Dream? And I think as business owners, as female business owners, and I do mention this in the entrepreneur book as well, as female business owners, like I never have never thought that I can't do anything because I'm female, but you do still come across reactions from people. And I share one story in that entrepreneur mm -hmm. book about where someone met me at a function and saw my company and said, oh, I met your boss the other day. And I laughed and I said, oh, really? Who was that did you meet? And uh, it was a male employee of mine. So I, I was the mm -hmm. founder, owner, and in Australia we'd call it managing director or CEO. And they just assumed that the, the man yeah. that they had met for the same company was my boss. And I would... Right. all of those things so there's that yeah. and I think in the mompreneur book I talk about that as as business owners as women business owners and then as mums we say mum in Australia mom mom in the US uh we we often as female business owners but also as mums so as I say mums in Australia uh, I know in the US you say moms and I have to keep getting my mouth around mompreneur for the book. The we're subjected to a lot of external feedback. So everybody's got an everyone's got yes. an opinion on how we should be raising our children. Everybody's got an opinion on how we should be running our business. So you've got so much external feedback that's coming to you. It's very hard to stay in your own lane and go, I know what I'm doing. I am a good mum. I am a good entrepreneur. I am a good business owner and those sort of things. So that chatter is something that you're going to expect and you need to get to the point that you know what's important to you. So I think feedback can be useful sometimes when somebody gives you feedback, but we need to then consider is is this something that i really need to do or is this something that's a value for me to consider or take on or is it just chatter and i white noise and do i just stay in my own lane and keep going so i think there's that and the mum guilt that you mentioned one of those we i think we it's very hard not to have that if you if you follow law of attraction and believe in law of attraction, the guilt is the and, and your vibration. Guilt is the lowest vibration. If you look at the chart, guilt is the lowest. So, I think li living with guilt is one of the worst things we can do to ourselves, and being able to find a way to move from that. But because of that external feedback that we get, it sometimes we take that on and think, oh, you know, maybe me focusing on my business at the moment means I'm not a good mum or maybe me working being a good mum means I'm not focusing on my business means I'm not a good entrepreneur so you know how do we take that on and in that there's making because I talk about in all of the chapters about how important it is to prioritize yourself I talk about how I wasn't doing that in my first business and how making those decisions that you ask yourself, is it okay with me first before you consider yeah. how it affects anyone else, including your family, including your business? Is this okay with me first? Is the all 
order of making mm. those decisions and being able to say no in that considered way is really empowering and once you do it that way you're not going to take on that extra guilt and that prioritizing is important because if we don't take time to replenish our energy our energy is our most valuable resource and if we don't take time to replenish and just keep giving 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 then we don't have anything to to give and we'll end up in a state of exhaustion and burnout and all, all of those things happen so the guilt that we have when we're taking time for ourselves so if you're sitting in the sunshine or you know having a nice cup of coffee and having relaxation time and your head starts going i should be doing this or i should be doing this. oh yeah it's actually it's, yeah, it's <laughs> robbing you of that leisure time and that valuable time to replenish your energy and so that's one of the things that i do mention those themes run through all of my chapters but particularly in the mompreneur book that how important it is to not take on that guilt because you're robbing you yourself of that leisure time and that time to restore your energy awesome well i think that's a great message natalie and i think that if you are in that place that she's talking about and you're struggling with how to you know serve that passion but also serve your business serve your family trying to find that balance you know this is uh the woman you need to hear from you need to look into natalie's like she says has a bunch of upcoming summits and programs that you can be a part of um, and you should log on, see what she has to offer, find what resonates with you. I mean, she's got to have at least one business that resonates with you from wellness to profits to, to healing. Um, and just take the time. I think the message that we're trying to get to you out to you ladies is that recognize where you're at, get in the right mindset and realize that you can have it all. But that means really being intentional and focused about where you're at, where you're going, and how you're going to get there. I um, mean, not losing sight of yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. When you prior, when you, and it takes practice because, particularly as women and particularly as mothers, we haven't been doing that. We haven't been prioritizing ourselves. We've been putting everybody else first everybody else's needs go first the business's needs go first and we end up further down the list on priorities and because we well i think we off naturally i'm not sure if we do or whether it's conditioned but we operate that way so it does take time and practice and putting in those systems to prioritize you to get it right, yeah, eventually, right. so, yeah. But also I think I was just going to say also because in the beginning I talked about where people say we need to, I'm putting this off until then, until I'll celebrate this, when I get this, when I, when I, yeah. and what I really enjoy showing people is how to bring that joy 
and those rewards into your lifestyle now. It's all available for you now. You don't have to wait until you get to a certain point to start enjoying your life yeah. and enjoying your business. And when you are doing the things that you love every day and you're working and aligned with um, whether it's your customers, clients, you know, whoever it is or other collaborations, all of that sort right. of stuff, that's what brings you joy, that's what feeds your soul and that's possible to integrate into your business right away. Right, and even just just acknowledging the smaller things you're doing every day, you know, sometimes we beat ourselves up too because we made maybe a long list of things we wanted to accomplish in a day. We didn't accomplish with that guilt and stuff sets in. Instead of saying, look, I had 10 things down, I probably shouldn't have had 10 things down, but I got three things accomplished and and five or six more things jumped on my plate I didn't know I was going to do. So sometimes I'll tell people, write down the other things you didn't know were going to happen that you had to deal with today and give yourself, you know, an accomplishment, a feeling of of worth based on that. And then, you know, just re- remaking time block for the next day. But I think you're right in the fact is it's hard you get burnt out, I guess is the word. If you're going around just saying, I'm going to do this when this happens, I'm going to do this when this happens and, and not acknowledging the smaller things you're doing along the way. Yeah. And interesting when I reframed everything for myself and I started doing less, everything still gets mm-hmm. done. So that pressure right. that we put on ourselves right. to go, I have to get this done. And there's two words that I'll, I'll leave this as a takeaway for people, two two words to take out of your vocabulary. One, one is okay. have is in I have to do this, I have to do that, I can't do this because I have to do that. Uh, if you change that to very quickly, this is a very sm- um, quick takeaway from a longer workshop, but... Um, when we say I have to, it actually creates it as a burden. But really, there's a reason behind why right. you're doing it because no one ever has to do anything. We're choosing to do it because it's important to us. Mm-hmm. So I choose to or I get to do this. And the other one is should. I should be doing this. I should do this. And I I say mm-hmm. you should never tell anyone, particularly yourself, what you, sh- you should be doing because that's the same thing, you're adding a burden to it. But really, once you start to realise that you're choosing, you you think, why do I have to do this or why do I have to go through this? You're choosing to do this. This is the pathway that you've chosen. Remind yourself. You can always make a different choice, but, yeah, it's a, it's a choice. So that it is possible to stop doing all the things you think you should be doing and choose to do the things that you want to do. And once you stop doing all those other things, there's more time in your day and every all those other tasks that you think you have to do, they actually still get done. There's a little bit of brilliance there for you ladies. She just gave you a little tidbit of training that like she says, come from a much bigger one. So if you're looking for more of that, you need to get with Natalie um, and get on one of her future summits and figure out what it is that you're feeding your soul the wrong way. Like she said, you have to, you should, you know, put that aside. You're choosing um, because I want to, be, not because you feel the obligation and the guilt that comes going to come along by saying I have or I should. Sometimes it is just little tweaks in our vocabulary, even if it's our vocabulary to ourselves. So Natalie, again, 
thanks for joining us. If you ladies want to reach out to Natalie, we will put those links there, but you can always search for her. She's very visible on social media. She's also very visible with the She Rides industry, whether that be looking in our books or being in our community, you will definitely find her around. And she is such an inspiration to us all. An example, it is possible to have everything you want and build up, like she said, a six or seven figure business uh, based on your passion. So passion with profit, check out Natalie Pickett. Thank you so much for joining us so early in the morning there in Australia. And you have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll look to see you next time. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.